Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we take a deep dive into the darkest recesses of the internet to try and find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Agent Jeff. Okay, <laughs> I'm Louisa Heron. <laughs> Nothing else. I, just... th- I thought maybe Agent Jeff was going to have a last name. Mm, nope, just Agent Jeff. Uh... Okay. It's a code name, Louisa. It's like, like Cyclops. Q. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Is Q a code name? <laughs> yeah, of course! Be. I thought that was the name of his species. <laughs> No, 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 no. Q from, uh, from James, James Bond. Bond. Which one's Q in James Bond? Is he the gadget the inventor? Is that John Cleese yeah. and Ben Wishaw? Oh, man. And at some point, I want to say it was, uh, Judy Dench? Was she someone no, else? She no, was she M. was M. Okay. But the yeah, thing- you can tell from there. Q, M. Okay. The thing that genuinely and infuriates those are two letters me. that are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The thing that genuinely infuriates me is how confusing it is because the letters for them and then the letters for men in black mm-hmm. and also letters for Roman numerals sometimes. Yes. M is a thousand. <laughs> is that sure. right? Uh, yes, I, I think so. Yeah. It okay. bothers yes, me. Yes, because, because M&M's, the candy, mm-hmm. got super excited when it turned over to the year 2000. Right. They, uh, they put M&M on all the candies, uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say M&M's were originally called Thousands and Thousands, which is a great name for a candy. <laughs> yeah, they're way bigger than Hundreds and Thousands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're full of chocolate instead of just wax. <laughs> hundreds uh, and Thousands are what we call sprinkles in the US, right? Yes. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Or, I believe you. I just didn't know what you were talking about. Jimmy's in the foul oh, yeah, land Jimmy's. of Philadelphia. There's another uh, name for them, and I don't remember what it is. I don't like yeah, Jimmy's, though. Uh, I don't like Jimmy's one bit. Uh, the problem is that I'm very worried now that if I make a joke, it's going to be a racial slur I'm not familiar with, so yes. I'm not going to do it. Good. <laughs> Some Jim people jams. also call them honkies. Hon- <laughs> <laughs> it's safe to just use the racial slurs for white people. We discovered yeah, this true. when we were talking about the cowboy game last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Jams, that sounds like pajamas to me. Yeah, I think that's what that actually is. But Jim Jams would be a great name for them. I guess so. <sighs> Matt, what Dippin did you Dots? do? Oh, oh okay. No, keep going. Oh, one, the ice cream more? of the future? I mean, Dippin' Dots would be a great thing to put on your ice cream cone as sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. Hey, your dog. <laughs> you like ice yes! cream. <laughs> exactly. It's the most decadent thing you can imagine. Life, life It's hack. like mother and child reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. Yes, yes, get it. Oh, oh, I'm gonna die. Matt, what got you through this week? Uh, this is gonna be a surprise to everyone who always expects me to be talking about the cutting edge video games of about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got back into because I've been having a lot of like not to be a downer, but I've been having a lot of physical symptoms of stress lately. Yeah, um, including like blindness in one eye for a little while and like uh, itchiness all over, which is apparently a histamine reaction to stress, which is not mm. good. So I needed to find things to help me get into a meditative mindset and so I've been diving back into Stardew Valley and oh. fuck that game is still so good <sighs> I can't get into it I it's get stressed so... out by all the choices yeah I used to do that and like part of it I think is that when I loved video games as a kid I wasn't as worried about doing things correctly as I am now yeah. mm. and I need to get back into that mindset so like now I'm 
going along and a choice comes up and I'm like, I don't know, this one seems fun. And I try not to think about whether it was right or not. Louisa, what's your meditative game? Um... Let me think. It I'm... must be Animal Crossing, surely. Well, yes, that is a very good one, but I have gotten out of it because Pocket Camp was kind of a disaster, so like, mm-hmm. I don't have one that I play at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Professor Layton games are extremely excellent for that. Uh, Simple yeah. little puzzles, and if you can't figure out one, you just go walk around and find a different puzzle to work uh, on. But those ones make me feel so stupid sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we've I, talked about this before, but trying to play a game late at night where you're like, oh, it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> what has three legs in the evening? <laughs> like you're trying to do just a simple thing. You're like, oh, nothing, nothing does. This doesn't make any sense. I have a, um, I have the, the mobile phone version of Professor Layton so that I can play it when I'm like on site somewhere for work and I'm there for a billion hours and so I don't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. And one time legitimately someone walked into the room while I was saying like, you stupid idiot, why can't you figure out this puzzle? And they were like, who are you talking to? And I was like, myself. I tend to do that where I have a conversation in my head at the grocery store, where I'm walking up to like the peanut butter, and I'm like, oh, the mm-hmm. shelf's empty of the kind I like. Mm-hmm. And in, so in my head, I'm thinking, oh, the shelf's empty of the kind I like. And then as I get closer, I'm like, oh, wait, but is there one in the back there? Oh, there is. Yeah, motherfucker. But then the <laughs> only thing I say out loud very quietly is motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and some people have definitely heard me. I've noticed that. Yeah. So I gotta work on reining that in a little bit, I think. Every time I go to the grocery store, the only inner monologue I have is, I wish that I was the kind of person who could do murders without remorse because I hate <laughs> everyone here. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I um, cannot fucking believe how bad people are at doing, like, walking and things at grocery yeah. stores. It's shocking. How do you, person with two children, manage to block an entire aisle. You put yeah. your cart there sideways, and then your kid is standing in front of the cart, and then you're standing behind the cart. Just, what? Yeah. The what are you doing? doing? Fortnite dances directly in front of me with a basket. <laughs> yes. I. There was like a, maybe a 15-year-old girl at the store today who just walked backwards into my shopping cart hard enough to almost knock it over. And I was like, you're 15! Yeah. In caveman times, you would have, like, you would be fighting saber-toothed tigers. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But I'm, like, always the coward who doesn't do anything about it. I'm, like, one of those Virgin versus Chad memes where the Chad <laughs> is a child at the grocery store. <laughs> Fortnite dancing is to save you. <laughs> I yeah. had a very satisfying moment yesterday <laughs> where I was try- I was at a venue and I was trying to get into the restroom and there was a group of like six incredibly old men who had come out of the bathroom and then stopped immediately yeah. in front of the bathroom door and were chatting for, no lie, 25 minutes. <sighs> so I just walked up to them and I went, excuse me, didn't react. Excuse me, didn't react. And eventually I just had to go, excuse me! And it was so satisfying to see them be like, ah! Yeah, that's pretty good. I find I get a lot of joy out of breaking social conventions Mm. because when people do stuff like block an entire aisle with their kids in their cart, they're like, oh, sorry. And you, like, don't say, oh, that's okay. Like, I get a little thrill out of that. (laughs) As if they notice. (laughs) No, oh, they definitely notice. There are times Uh I'm like, oh, sorry about that. You're like, yeah, no smile for you. You should be. (laughs) I do like sometimes saying things in a tone where for a second they don't realize that I've said something mean? Yes. 
that also is very good. I, oh, this I happens- can't do that because no matter what uh, I say, it's out, it's coming out in a tone that sounds like I'm being mean. Even if I'm like, <laughs> hey, I think your outfit's really good today. Person's like, oh, hey, why do you, you hate buddy. my outfit? <laughs> <laughs> they push me into traffic. <laughs> Sometimes on work conference calls, if people show up very late, they'll show up and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I really didn't mean to get here late. I'm really sorry. And I'm just like, yeah, you should be. Okay, anyway. And I just go on with the call. But like later on, they're going to be like, wait a minute. Yeah. I get people who will come and I'm in the break room on my break. So I'm off the clock and they'll be like, oh, you're on your break. I had a question. And I'm like, yeah. And I don't look up for my phone <laughs> to indicate, no, it is not okay for you to ask me a question right now. Your fucking yeah. question can wait 20 minutes, asshole. It's true. So I, anyway, I wish Stardew people, Valley. Oh, sorry. No, nah, I was gonna say, I wish more people were willing to be like, uh, I'm on break right now, I will talk to you in 10 minutes. But yeah. I, I usually have to go through a whole conversation to get like, I can't take care of that right now. I just don't. Like, I think you can get to a point, but you have to, like, you're pretty new at your job. I've been at mine for years, so I feel like I can just be like, yeah. Well, I'm always rough, the one asking for things because I'm new. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's no good. Don't ask people things on their break. Come on. I don't know when people's breaks are. No one tells me anything. <laughs> They're eating I, a sandwich. Don't ask them for help. Oh, I would never. Lots of times, <laughs> lots of times I get calls from people asking me for help, and they'll be like, hey, Matt, I know you're so busy, and I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. Oh, it's good to let it dangle there in the yeah, space exactly. they expected you to be like, no, no, don't worry about it. Exactly. Oh, it's so satisfying <laughs> to just be like, Do you're you gonna have to, you're gonna have to make this work, because I am doing none of the conversational lifting here. Do you think that we are psychopaths? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Was there more? Oh, that's it? Okay. <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Stardew Valley is very great, and I understand, Louisa, why you feel that way, but I feel like, you know how they say, like, in Buddhism, the biggest hurdle to achieving happiness is giving up the desire for physical belongings? Mm -hmm. I feel like, in the same way, if you can, like, the hard part of enjoying Stardew Valley is getting into the right mindset before you start playing, and if you can, then it's, like, a great, very relaxing game. Hmm, Interesting. I should probably give it another try, especially now that it's on Switch. Yeah. Yes, that's true. You know what I've been doing lately as my relaxation game? You know, you listeners and you guys will know that one of my favorite activities is to put a video game on very low volume and listen to a podcast or audiobook, but it only yes. works with certain games. Stardew Valley is great for that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Stardew Valley would be great for that. Uh, I do it a lot with Pokemon. Destiny 2 was the game for a while, but lately yeah. it's been Tetris 99 on the Switch. Oh, <laughs> I gotta try that. I still have it. That's it's- a good way to get into a trance playing Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> it's just regular ass Tetris, but you're playing with uh, 98 other people in like mm-hmm. a battle royale style scenario. <laughs> um, yep. I've gotten as high as sixth place, but no higher. Ooh, that's pretty good though. But I don't even care about <laughs> placing because I just get to play Tetris. And it's normal Tetris. The only song available is the Tetris song. It's like, <laughs> it's free too. That's the best part. You wow. get to play Tetris for free. And it's the multiplayer version, which is, of course, superior because you get to inconvenience others who are playing Tetris. Kopanyeki? Is that the name of the... Korobeniki, I believe. Louisa put that song at the end of the episode. No, shut up! (laughs) (laughs) I rejected it. I smacked it away at the last second. (laughs) Turnabout is fair play. (laughs) Um, yes. Although Tetris has that thing where it makes your your brain go crazy if you play it too much, and then you mm-hmm. see the pieces falling when you close your eyes. Yes. Oh, man. That's yeah. kind of good, though. It's like being no. high. 
Oh, you God, know what else no. has done that to me though? Lisa, Taking a walk for about an hour. <laughs> Yes, huh? things start to recede into the distance yes. as you sit oh, still. Oh god, it's horrible. It makes me feel like I'm dying. <laughs> or like driving for a while it may, is even worse than when you stop. Mm-hmm. The, your like, vision is still adjusting for being in motion, but you're not anymore, so everything's all wobbly. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah, no. I, I even like the couple of times in my life when I have tried doing like marijuana or whatever, um, it makes doing me Doing marijuana? Yeah, you know, doing it. Doing <laughs> Um, it makes me very uncomfortable when my senses start behaving in a way that I'm not used to, and I don't want that ever to happen again. Yeah, I don't ha- have that because I never have been high, but getting slightly drunk, and I'm like, yeah, my brain, <laughs> my brain's not doing the things it's supposed to be doing. I don't like yeah. this at all. Again, like with Stardew Valley, I think that if you can get yourself to a place where you're like, I'm... I'm going into this knowing my brain will stop working for a while, and maybe that's okay. Then you can have a good time. Ugh, I've never felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be like in like a padded room or something. Yeah. Just oh, you general. need to go to one of those places that's like the sky zone or whatever. Where I need everything to get drunk trampolines. in a bouncy castle. Yeah, the sky <laughs> zone, like yeah, from Sonic. They have one right near work, Sky Zone. Yeah, it's like a trampoline palace where mm-hmm. everything is a trampoline. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. I've been to these these bounce houses. Uh, I play, the year I, is 40,000 and there is nothing but trampoline. Yep. Yeah. I, I went and played um, <clears throat> dodgeball, trampoline dodgeball a couple times when I lived in Highland mm. Park. It's, oh, that's fun. Ooh, that sounds fun. So much fun to like go with a couple friends. Um, mm. It's like it was like twenty five. Do they 25 supply the friends or? Uh, no, you bring a couple friends, and then a bunch of uh. teenagers or weird adults will be there, and you'll play dodgeball with them. <laughs> this sounds like the one time I tried to go to a roller rink as an adult. Yeah. God. Ooh, I live in the uh, city now. I like think there's some weird stuff. throwback roller rinks around here. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you should go bowling in like a place where there's a lot of hipsters, and then they'll befriend you? I don't know. Thinking about it. Here's an idea I have. What about a escape room that's also a trampoline room? Ooh. And to get out, you just have to trampoline over a big, like, (laughs) hurdle? Uh, Sure. You have to trampoline into a gigantic padlock. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to make your body into the shape of the key as you're flying through the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, free me from this prison and ask one of us what our thing was. Jeff! Jeff! Jeff, escape you... this bounce house! Oh, wait, no, no. Louisa, how did you get through this week? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fake out. Um, uh, what did I do? I... I have one! So, no, shut up! <laughs> We're gonna get through mine, because it's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I skipped to Je- to Louisa, because I thought Jeff would have a good answer, and we need to end strong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have done some self-care things that I've been putting off, like dyeing my hair and giving myself Ooh. a pedicure and everything. And it does feel good, you know, to do the stuff that takes fucking forever, like dyeing <laughs> your hair, and is a huge chore, but then it's done, and you're like, oh man, for like a month now, I don't think about this again. Have you ever done a professional pedicure? <laughs> no, of course not. That's a I was crazy th- thing to ask. I was thinking about whether I wanted to do, like, for me and my groomsmen at my wedding, have pedicures and manicures and like beard grooming and stuff but I feel like that might be too bougie for me I don't know I mean people say it's good I don't like the idea of dealing with it I don't like the idea of strangers touching my feet 
Yeah, that is true. It feels yeah. so yeah. wrong. Like, like if you pay for someone to touch your feet, that puts you on the list of people who are going to be guillotined. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it puts you on a list of perverts. <laughs> well, if you pay someone to touch your feet for sex reasons, I think that might be survivable into the socialist utopia. But if you pay someone to touch your feet because you don't want to groom them yourself... Uh, then you are absolutely going to get guillotined. I guess. Listen, yeah, Jeff. Some of us don't have the flexibility to groom them ourselves. Yeah. No, I was going to say if you have a disability or just physically aren't able to, then of course you're okay. <laughs> uh, we're getting awfully granular about who and who not, cannot be guillotined. Yeah. Listen. For let's start. <laughs> let's start again pedicures. and just make a list of people who will die. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, explain this to me. I know Jeff that Bezos. I know. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> I know that it's a thing that um, English people pronounce French words wrong on purpose. Um, why, Louisa? Do you say croissant correctly but guillotine wrong? Uh, I say it however I feel like at the time, I feel like. Okay. And also, croissant is not the correct way to pronounce that word. So. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Neither is guillotine. Yeah, neither are correct. So why are you asking me? Uh, because I assumed that you pronounced croissant like how Matt says it. Matt, please refer to the French no. uh, twisty pastry. <laughs> Hold on. I say I get annoyed when people correct you for pronouncing gyro the way you do because you don't say... Because no one ever corrects you saying sandwich <laughs> But somehow when I say gyro, people are like, oh, it's actually I'm, I'm actually more okay with that now that I discovered that it's the same root. Um, I don't like the pho-pho switch, be just because pho does not feel like enough of a syllable to be an correct, entire word. Yes. It always, like, literally, this is, a, this is a hacky joke premise, but also true, that whenever anyone has ever said that to me, I've always thought they were going to say something else afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to go to a pho place? <laughs> Fun place? A bouncy castle? <laughs> fudge? Please, Ooh, I love what if fudge. we go eat soup at the trampoline store? Ooh. <laughs> Trampoline floor. <laughs> trampoline oh, the gymnasium, I guess. They don't let you jump on the trampolines there. But please do not eat soup on the trampolines before you buy them. <laughs> I guess it's more of a trampoline gym, right? <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a way to say you soup it, you bought it, that rhymes. You, you soup it, you scoop soup it. Scoop it. Yeah, that's as <laughs> no, good as that I can do, sounds too. like a, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's not good. That sounds like pouring bisque into a litter box. You sop it, you <laughs> bought it. That's nothing. No. Nope. You hop it. You bop it. Nope. Twist <laughs> no. it. Pull it. Pass it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Yeah. So, self-care. It's pretty great, everyone. Get into ha it. Have you ever been tempted to dye your hair a non-human color? Uh, the idea of it, sure. But the process involved, I think, would be very bad, because I have terrible hair, and I think it would all fall out if I tried to... If you <laughs> if you try to get a... My hair is naturally very dark. If you try to get a good color so you can see it, you need to bleach your hair first, and I don't think my hair could survive that. Yeah. What if it yeah. made it tougher? Because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> Is your hair in any way Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have really fine hair, like fine textured, and the hairs are really far apart on I my like, scalp, which I hold on, hate. Hold, hold on, hold on. I got it. Jeff, put mm -hmm. that song at the end of the episode. Okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> 
Um, so, fine texture hair, extremely oily. So, <laughs> the thing is, when I dye my hair, it does make it rougher, but not better. Like, the texture doesn't improve. It doesn't make it thicker or anything. So, it's still it very worse. fine. It's still very fine. It's still very oily. And it's, like, rough and coarse. This is terrible. Ah. I've gotten the worst of everything. <laughs> rough, it have gets you, everywhere. Have you considered getting a series of wigs? Just shaving your head and wearing nothing but wigs. Yes. Have <laughs> I considered it? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> you should do it. I'm I tried also... to get Jeff to do this when he shaved his head. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, good. pretty good. I look cool <laughs> with no hair. Would you dye your beard a different color? Mm, probably not. I have braided it. Yeah, gross. <laughs> not, like, not like for keeps, just because I was bored and my hands were idle, and idle hands are- Did you braid are... beads into it? I look- like so many uh, Orlando Blooms? <laughs> no, I looked like Upside Down Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cornrows oh, this. this. <laughs> uh, oh my god, this is horrible. <laughs> it's very <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, oh, Louisa, you have to do it. Yeah, so Jeff, I hear that you've done something really great this week. Uh, I've done a lot of fun things this week. Just today, <laughs> I went to uh, test the new escape room at the place I used to work, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, but the mm-hmm. thing that, oh, I've also been playing uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 because I had a hankering to play something really dumb and simple that I could zone out to. Um, Hold on, I've never heard of this game, and its title does not give me a single clue of what kind of game it is. Okay, so a few years ago, back when Skylander was a big thing. Disney was like, we want in on this, and we have a whole bank of characters. So they released three games called Disney Infinity, where you scan the character into the game, you and then an you get amiibo, to... right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you get to play, like, a like very basic action-adventure game as whatever toys you scan. Disney mm-hmm. Infinity 3.0 was the first one they released after they bought Star Wars. So, oh, okay. uh, Star Wars. Yeah, the starter pack comes with Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tom from the Clone Wars, and you play through a little scenario that is basically like an episode of Clone Wars. Then, of course, also, because that whole industry crashed, and then Toys R Us was also going out of business because they bought hundreds of thousands of these stupid toys that no one wanted, it became very cheap, to the point where I bought the game with the starter pack that came with two figures and an adventure scenario for $3. Then each (laughs) additional figure was $1, and then the Mm. Expansion pack that gave me Luke, Leia, and the original trilogy scenario was another $3. So I spent like maybe $15 and got a whole smorgasbord of uh, Star Wars toys and video games to play. And that's not the thing I wanted to talk about, but it does so, lead neatly into it. Which before is... we go, before we move on, I have questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Question number one uh, Can you make Luke Skywalker fuck Beast from Beauty and the Beast? You can make them hang out. Mm. It, is, How? it is rated. E for everyone, however. Oh, okay. That's not as good as I wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe I'm starting to see why this failed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you would like um, if you would like anger from inside out to be friends with Sabine from Star Wars Rebels, that's an option if you're getting a little more obscure with your Disney taste. Now, do they do things while you're not playing like the Sims do, and then suddenly the neighbor that you didn't want to be friends with is your best friend? No, it's literally like a standard... and Buzz Lightyear amiibos do that. Yeah. What's Pretty that? good joke. Pretty good. Yeah. What'd you mm-hmm. say? <laughs> I, I said hear. only the Woody and Buzz Lightyear amiibos Oh, nice. Do that. Have you yep. seen that trailer for Toy Story 4? I cannot figure out what the plot is supposed to be at all. It's the plot nope. of Toy Story 2. <laughs> 
Mm. We don't have time to get into it. Okay, <laughs> anyway, uh, this game is a lot of fun Wait. because it's basically like play... Okay, you have more questions, Matt? I really just wanted to make a joke, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, go for it. Fucking it, gonna... now the laser beams are on you. Do it. Yeah. I was just going to say the plot of Toy Story 4 isn't the plot of uh, Toy Story 2. It's the plot of Men in Black 2, <laughs> where uh, now... Woody is the space spaceman, and Buzz Lightyear has forgotten all about space. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, he forgot he went on that Apollo 13 mission. Yeah. Man, that was absolutely nothing. You're right. <laughs> Louisa liked it. Oh, I loved it. Remember, remember Apollo 13? Do we need an annotation for this episode? Uh, that's this the one where like- something's gone wrong, uh, and Tom Hanks was yeah, upset about Tom it? Tom Hanks okay. was in it. That's oh, the crux right. of the matter. I don't think yeah. of Woody as being a character Tom Hanks voices is that oh, weird. God. Yes, because he sounds exactly like Tom I Hanks. I know, and he's, he's not even like doing him. a voice. He's just Tom Hanks. I think it's yeah. because my brain has had to compartmentalize Buzz Lightyear in a separate container from Tim Allen, so I accidentally did it with everyone else from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to yeah, do the fair. same thing with James James Woods and Hades. Yeah, because I know that you yeah. rewatch Hercules every three months. Well, let me tell you, not to get off on another tangent, but I'm gonna. Um, have you heard of the board game Disney Villainous? I think I might have talked about it on this podcast. Where yes. you, it's a card game where you play as villains from Disney. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. They just released an expansion pack like a week and a half ago, and Hades was one of the villains. And I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. You, well, you can't hear him talk in the card game. I don't. <laughs> oh, think. I can hear him in my head. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Anyway, the thing I wanted to talk about was I revisited a film from my childhood that I was certain would be bad, but I wanted to revisit it because many people say it's unfairly maligned. This week, I watched Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Boom! It is exactly as bad as everyone says. So I went into it with an open mind thinking, you know, I like Star Wars. (laughs) I'm going to give this a shot. I I don't think I watched it at any point between when I was a child and now. Um, uh-huh. So I rewatched it because it's the 20th anniversary. I figured, why not? And I can come up with several reasons. <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. But like, Jeff, for- you've forgotten about the great Greg Proops doing the voice of a two-headed commentator. <laughs> Oh my god. I knew the behind the scenes of that, which is that he was in uh, at Skywalker Ranch for two weeks filming in a costume in front of a green screen with another yep. comedian, and then they cut all of the other comedian and had him dubbed over with an alien, and oh, didn't fuck. use any of the footage they shot and just did it CG. <laughs> yep. Um, I really, really uh, was surprised at... Well, one, I was surprised at the parts that I liked, because they're not the parts that people usually point out as being good in the movie. Like, people are like, yeah, that Pyder Singh scene's pretty exciting, though. No, it's not. not. Uh, It grinds (laughs) the movie to a complete halt to insert the climax of a different, probably better movie that doesn't make sense with no motivation that drags on for like 20 to 30 minutes. Here's the thing that I feel like in the early 2000s, for some reason, everyone except for people who made movies understood, an extended car race sequence without real cars in it is extremely boring. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're not seeing practical effects, what's the point? Yes. Yeah, it's honestly it the fact... The fact of the matter is, the guy who made the Fast and the Furious movies was just like, oh, what if I made all those shitty movies but with real cars? Yeah, it's <laughs> the like- end. Think like comparing and contrasting the pod racing scene to that video that was going around Twitter of Mad Max Fury Road without special effects. 
<laughs> here's the thing. Mad Max Fury Road without special effects looks exactly the same, but without the post-production color grading. It has yes. all the explosions. It has all the people whipping through the air. It has all the cars crashing and flipping <laughs> over ten times. Yeah, the I racing, like there's no like that. I fucking loved Fury Road. <laughs> that movie yeah, was, it was amazing. so good. I didn't like it as much as other people liked it, but I did recognize it as a marvelous and exciting piece of cinema, which is oh, the opposite Jeff, you, of you had the you had a problem with uh, a strong female lead, right? Uh, yeah, that was it, my big problem with it. I didn't like that yeah. uh, at all. I felt like Mad it was, Max got cucked. Yeah, it was forced, and like maybe if there had been a reason for her to be powerful and strong, uh, that would. Yeah. I can't continue this joke. I I'm hate just sick of all of like this forced political. Correct culture. Why are we always trying to trick each other into being horrible, horrible people? Yeah, it's I'll the, just go it's with the it. core competency of this show. <laughs> I really liked that uh, post that was going around last week. That was um, a screenshot of like a Tumblr post, and it said, "The doctor, it's a girl. The dad. Mm, uh, I mean, I guess I'm fine that it's a girl, but it feels like forced, uh, forced representation. I don't know. There's not like a plot reason for her to be a girl. I mean, I'm not sex, and it like goes on and on." Mm, yeah. Good post. I like that um, Fury Road gave us the movie still of Charlize Theron looking out of the window pensively and the uh, closed captioning says men yelling. <laughs> men yelling indistinctly. <laughs> yeah, because that comes in handy for a lot of things. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, I guess the runtime of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, I used to know this. <sighs> yeah. I feel like it's like two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm Louisa, thinking. Louisa, higher or lower than two hours and 30 minutes? I'm going to say higher because I saw it in theaters and it felt like it lasted for a year. <laughs> it was two hours and 16 minutes, which I Damn think it. makes it the second longest behind The Last Jedi. Um, this movie was interminably... I had to split it over two yep. nights. The first, like, <laughs> ten minutes moves and it's great uh, and it's real fun. And the act monster gets eaten by a bigger monster. That comes, like, half an hour into the movie. Uh, <laughs> That's the first thing I remember. <laughs> as soon as they land on Naboo and Jar Jar shows up, the movie just starts Ugh. to meander, and then when they get to Tatooine, which I still don't understand why they went there uh, to Tatooine, as soon as they get to Tatooine, the movie just drops anchor and sits for 45 minutes. It really, like, it's yeah. it's really an excellent uh, sort of example of when somebody starts telling a story where they know a bunch of scenes they want, but not, like, a direction that they want the story to go yeah. in, if that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> you can like, see a movie in there where Qui-Gon Jinn is the main character, and it's shocking yeah. at the end when he's cut in half, or gets yeah. stabbed. Yeah, and you can see, like, there are definitely scenes when you're watching the movie where you're like, okay, I get it. Like, George Lucas or whoever had this vision of this, like, this giant droid army fighting off, fighting against these, like, you know, Gungan whatever, blob no, creatures. Like, the noble savage ar archetype. Yeah. Rehashing like the, 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 uh, the fucking Ewoks fighting yeah. the uh, Yeah, walkers. like the, ba the battle between technology and life mm -hmm. like, writ large, and I get it. That's definitely what you wanted to do, but like, you didn't really you started there instead of starting with why they were fighting. Yeah. So that <laughs> the by the time they start cool. fighting... <laughs> I'll give them that. that, that I cool. do not like how much they dick around with each other. Like, fucking shut up. Why would people let those uh, battle droids talk so much? They don't in the <laughs> first one. There is... Yeah, they There are 
two lines from Battle Droids at the very beginning. Um, in an other like, and it's they don't even say jokes. Just one of them says "Roger, Roger" in response to a command. Uh, they only joke in the second and third movies, and I don't understand why they made that change. It's awful. Yeah, it sure it's, is. it's very weird. But I do like the mental image of somebody whose job it is to program Imperial battle droids sitting around and being like, "I'm bored. I'm just gonna write them making wisecracks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that in there." Yeah, fucking constantly, so they can't pay attention to what's happening around them. <laughs> that guy's the real rebel soldier. Am I right? <laughs> I, um, I, it was just, like, I like Star Wars a lot. You guys know this about me. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am dreading when my brain decides that I need to watch Attack of the Clones, which I think it's going to do soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's worth, I feel like there are some movies that, even if they're bad, are worth watching more than once just to, like, make sure. Because yeah. sometimes, there have been movies that I've watched and hated them and then watched them again later and been like, oh, you know what? Actually, there's some stuff in here that's actually good, but I don't think that that's going to happen for you on this one, my dude. It is marvelous <laughs> because you're watching a movie that's full of a bunch of artists who designed a bunch of stuff, and it's the best stuff that they've ever designed in their lives, and they're all the best like production designing production design artists in the world. And the movie that they designed all their stuff in was made by all three of the Stooges condensed into one idiot. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) And also, this doesn't even touch on the fact that it's got all of George Lucas's favorite weird movie stuff from the 30s, and all of that stuff is very racist. (laughs) Yes! We've talked before about how I really feel like he thought, I guess Spielberg too, that if they set Indiana Jones uh, in the 30s and 40s, that it would be okay to just use 30s and 40s racism, even though you're making movies in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel like I've never in my entire life wanted to be a movie director, but if I ever was a movie director famous enough to be put be trusted with when George Lucas and or Steven Spielberg die and we make a documentary about them. I really would want to do that just so I could put a line where it's like, and finally when Indiana Jones came around we learned what could happen when two old racists got together and imagined <laughs> the future or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because I, like, I didn't really put it together until Chris pointed out to me while we were watching it. Jar Jar Binks is just straight up a minstrel character. Yeah. What? How did you, oh, how did that you was know? The whole oh, of it. oh, I can't even breathe. <laughs> I I had <laughs> known I had Jeff known that he was child. absolutely like a broad Caribbean stereotype. <laughs> I hadn't put it together that he was just exactly the stock oh, character fuck. from silent movies. Um yes. yeah. and like obviously I knew about Watto being uh just like mm, I want to put like a Shylock in here and George yeah. Lucas then not not doing the next step of going, oh, but that's racist. (laughs) But not racist, though, right? (laughs) Oh, God. And that doesn't even Um, touch on the bad guys being weird Fu Manchu villains, but they're aliens, so it's not racist, right, guys? Uh, How how old were you when you saw this movie for the first time, Jeff? Uh, It came out in 1999, so I was about to turn 11 years old. 
Yeah, see, I feel like that makes sense with me, to me, with you not knowing that he was a minstrel show character, mm-hmm. because, like, for me, everyone that I talked to about it, that was the thing that everyone was saying, but I think that if you yeah. were, a, like, just a little bit younger than me, uh, it, it would be a lot easier to just sort of be like, this is broadly racist, but not have the context to be like, this is specifically referencing this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so striking too and yeah, like you kind of have to know a bit about movies as well to like really understand that it is this specific uh-huh term. it's yeah. it's really weird how much about movies you have to know to watch the prequels and understand exactly <laughs> why they're bad congratulations you've unlocked a new level of racism in this movie <laughs> <laughs> it's like this doesn't even get into the fact that like Queen, Ma- Queen Amidala is dressed up in geisha makeup and all that stuff. Yeah. And this is yes. alongside really cool, interesting things. Like the fact that C-3PO is a Bunraku puppet. That's really fun. I liked that. Uh, the fact that you, we get to see Obi-Wan as a, a young person. And then in the middle of the movie, for an hour, he goes and sits in the spaceship and doesn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I will say that in a weird, like, monkey's paw-esque way, George Lucas does have a a strong and unmatchable gift for filmmaking in that he can make people who are otherwise very good actors incredibly boring for no reason. (laughs) The only person with any charisma in the entire film is Ewan McGregor, and for ten seconds, Natalie Portman at the end when Padme is happy and smiles. It's genuinely shocking how unlikable he can make Natalie Portman in that movie because he's an Academy Award winning actress. I think Liam Neeson is too. I think he won for Schindler's List didn't he? Yeah, I think so. And like Liam Neeson has always rubbed me a little bit the wrong way and apparently rightfully so because he's a fucking gross racist in real life. Yeah, this is probably around the time when he really wanted to kill those black people. (laughs) Yeah, so like fine, but like I think I'm not a huge Natalie Portman fan but I think Natalie Portman is a genuinely very good actress who does a good job performing in almost everything I've ever seen her in. And I say almost because the only thing that's <laughs> terrible is the prequels where it's like George Lucas was like, okay, no, 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 you have to stop. You can't act, Natalie. You can't do it. You have to do no acting. Listen, I don't think George Lucas understands women at all. And I yeah. say that mm-hmm. not just in that he's a man who's quite self-centered, it seems, but... In that he's a man who doesn't fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he was married. He was married, right? He was married. I don't think that he has any natural born children, but he did adopt yeah. like five kids in the 90s. Yes. I wonder if he's asexual. That's none of my business, but I feel like he has no interest in women in sort of any kind of way. Do you know what I mean? I think he at the very of- least, he has no interest in romance, which is why he didn't write it yes. into the first movie he made and then didn't successfully write it in the prequel. <laughs> yeah, I which is He's which interested is- in stories that are like kids' movie stories. Which is crazy because you watch like The Empire Strikes Back, and I genuinely do think that the romance between um, Princess Leia and Han Solo okay. is is pretty good. Yeah. Yes, he I didn't don't write think that's that anything to do with George Lucas. I yes. think that's entirely due to the fact that Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford were fucking each other and yes. had amazing chemistry. You're, 
you're saying that Harrison Ford fucks enough for everyone on set. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I am saying that. <laughs> One thing I really like is that the new movies are respecting the sanctity of the uh, asexual Star Wars hero by not giving Rey any romance uh, interest. Yes. Oh man, that I could agree. go bad so fast, and I'm so glad that they're not doing it because, like, I like that there was a flirtation with the idea of her and Finn mm-hmm. maybe having a thing, but then I if Finn doesn't end up with Oscar whatever. Oh, Isaac, he's not going to. He's going to end I up know, with Rose because they set that up. It's such a huge yeah. like opportunity for them and yeah. it would be so amazing. They're the also, only I two characters hate... with any sexual chemistry in the <laughs> yes. entire cast. Except <laughs> Adam hate... Driver and uh, General Hutt, yes. Domino Gleason. <laughs> And, uh, of course, uh, Gwendolyn Christie, who has sexual chemistry with everyone, right. even when she's behind a silver mask. Of course, yeah, but she's they're also right. respecting the, star- the George Lucas uh, Star Wars um, thing of accidental homoerotic uh, undertones. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I just think, like, that we're smart enough now to be like, oh, this is working? Let's just do it. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Let- just do it. Especially because now that the, the Star Wars fandom has revealed themselves to be either like very progressive and interested in exploring new ideas or shit trolls that aren't worth your consideration even for one tenth of a second like don't try to pander to anyone except the cool ones just don't Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i agree but also in those movies i hate poe passionately i hope he gets killed (laughs) he is such an asshole he's everything about toxic masculinity where people are like you need to do this and he's like "Mm, no i think i got a better idea oh no i fucked everything up yeah, Fuck but you, he's, oh, I you. do like the fact that he's just an unlikable Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that he's a fun character, because that actor is very powerfully charming, but the character is written where he just, like, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do the cool Han Solo thing, I'm real badass, and then, like, he tries to do it, and it doesn't work ever, literally, any time that he tries. I remember when I was watching the, whatever the most recent one was, I was thinking, like, oh, The Last Jedi, I was thinking, like, uh, is it possible that they sat down and said, do you think we could recreate create Han Solo with everything exactly the same, except unlikable. He's still exactly as charismatic, but for some reason the audience doesn't like him. Yeah, we're gonna do it on hard mode. We're gonna cast a very charming actor. Yes! Uh, I was really worried about The Last Jedi because I think uh, mm-hmm. with Looper, Ryan Johnson showed that he has many of the same problems with structuring a film that George Lucas does, but he managed to rein it in for Last Jedi. He still made a two and a half hour movie, uh, but you know, it's fun to watch, unlike Looper, which is garbage to watch. Yeah, the, for all that there are definitely problems with The Last Jedi being a little bit bloated, um, I think it's, I, personally, I really like it as a movie. And it does something that I feel like the prequels just, like, completely whiffed, which is, if you're going to make a movie that's full of these huge special effects set pieces, you have to make them, like, impressive and land properly. Yep. Because part of the problem with the prequels is that when there is one of those gigantic special effects sequences and scenes, like, it whizzes past so fast with so many things happening that you're like, wait, what, what, what? What? Like, yeah. there's a giant lizard? Oh, wait, there's an eight-armed robot, and they're fighting each other? What's happening? 
happening. But like the sequence in Last Jedi where they go to light speed while they're fighting that that uh, spaceship and it like the explosion splatters across space and it's just like mm-hmm. hanging on screen for a minute. And it's it dead silent for it like the, 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it gives it the room for you to be like, holy shit, look at what they did. Yeah, yeah that was so good. And at the end where they're on a planet which has a uh, red glassy surface but then that's covered in white salt and then all the things that they do with that. Oh, so yeah. very good. Visually. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, oh, I, now I kind of just want to watch Last Jedi <laughs> but I have to go to bed after yeah, this. Yeah, do that. Let's move on yeah. to uh, this wiki. I got, yeah. it's very exciting for us. Uh, we got the Simpsons wiki. Hooray! Hooray. We all we enjoy all the like Simpsons, Simpsons very much. Yep. Uh, but not speaking, anymore. speaking about an artist who did a really good job a long time ago but his <laughs> work is bad now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, does Matt Groening have anything to do with the Simpsons anymore? I don't know if he ever did, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's yeah. that one guy who's made it bad, as far as I can tell. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I, I mean, like, David Cohen made it good during the time that it was good, right? And then when he went on to Futurama, he made Futurama good until he left that, and both shows were bad after that. I think uh, that it as was... As far as I know, yes. <laughs> I think with The Simpsons, it was a team effort, because a lot of people got careers out of being on, like, writing for The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, Brad Bird and Conan O'Brien were both all on the writing staff in the early 90s when it was good. Yeah, as far as I understand it from my limited, like, looking into it, the Simpsons writer's room was, for the late 80s, early 90s, what the National Lampoon magazine <laughs> at, what was it, Harvard? Harvard, yeah. Was in the, like, late 60s, early 70s. It was, like, the place where people who were genuinely offering a fresh take, sorry, the place where uh, straight white men <laughs> yes, who were able to offer a genuinely humorous, like, uh, original type of comedy uh, would get together and do their thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I do like that a lot of the headers and stuff are in a nice golden yellow on the Simpsons wiki. A lot of things are in the Simpsons font. Yeah, I like this but a lot. I feel like there's a missed opportunity because the background is like a sky blue. They should have put those little clouds Oh, mine on. has the clouds on it. Yeah, mine oh, has the clouds too. I don't see anything like that. It's very disappointing. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, welcome to the Simpsons wiki, the free encyclopedia for everything related to the Simpsons. The wiki allows anyone to create or edit an article, so everyone can, can, can contribute their knowledge to help create a decisive database of Simpsons information. Hmm, yep. um, you guys know about Frankiac.com? Yes. yes. I, uh, I love that very much. <laughs> I have a plug-in for that in a Slack server that I hang out in, and I was hoping that they had one for our Discord, but I had to sl- settle for Flanders Bot, which does the same thing. <laughs> uh, if listeners don't know, this is a database of every frame and line from episodes of The Simpsons. So you can search by that and then like get a little screenshot or make a little gif of some of The Simpsons. I, so much of my like teen humor came from quoting lines from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't know the person I would be if I hadn't been so into The Simpsons for yeah, such agreed. a long time. <laughs> Just this week, I've used Money Melon, which I love. <laughs> Something yes. that's very good is the Money Melon. <laughs> yes. And uh, far my brow in a vain attempt to understand 
the situation. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna dig into a page. Well, uh, before we get into that, I was just gonna say I think there's just so much territory covered by The Simpsons that <laughs> you can usually find a quote that will apply. Yeah. I actually sang the uh, "Hello Light Post," what you know, and uh, <laughs> I come to watch your power flow. And earlier today. <laughs> yep. I think <laughs> that I think that The Simpsons and Homestar Runner are the two staples of media for people who are like around my age that we, all of us quote all the time. Yeah, yeah Homestar Runner was a little after my time. Um, mm, but still very Sim- good, of course. Yes, for sure. Um, for me, I think it was The Simpsons and unfortunately Family Guy, which I absolutely loathe. <laughs> That's and I'm really a little weird. Bit older, I'm a little bit older than Matt, so I think it was The Simpsons and Ren and Stimpy. Mm. The type of humor that was has permeated my life and others my age, but I don't think the lines as much, although a little bit. Outer Toast Man, though, am I right? Yeah, it's Log. Yep. Uh, when did <laughs> when did Homestar Runner start? Is it older than Family Guy, or is it newer than Family Guy? Definitely, oh, definitely newer. Because Family Guy started in 1999. It's celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. 2005, I'm gonna say. Anything. I'm yeah. gonna guess that it's like 2002, but probably back as far as 98 with the bad shorts. The, so the the children's books that they did that were just like cutouts. Oh yeah. Uh, were developed between 1996 and 2003. Hmm. Um, but then it looks like the main the it got popular in 2002 to 2000. Yeah. Hmm, pretty close. The website looks like started in 2000. So yeah, probably 2002 would be when it finally blew up. Yes. And I don't know that like people were quoting it around me until I guess it was like, yeah, 2004, 2005 was when I was really hearing it around me. It was very popular uh, towards the end of high school and then throughout college for me uh, until it went on hiatus when I was in college. Yes. It's a shame because that show for the most part, was genuinely good. That show, as if it was a TV show. That <laughs> website was was genuinely good, and then it just kind of, like, wasn't anymore. It, 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 I think it was the most clear example of collapsing under its own popularity mm. a little bit. You think bit. so? Can you find a clear divide? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know if there's a moment where Homestar Runner jumped the shark for me. I tried to play that uh, Telltale uh, Strong Bad cool game for handsome people, and <laughs> yes. it's still pretty funny. It has a lot of the humor. I mean, the only reason why I didn't continue playing it is because it's a point-and-click adventure game, and those are very boring. Yeah, I played most of... I played chapter one and two, I think, of that game, and it yeah, was pretty good. I just feel like... You know how sometimes shows get to a point where they're doing more referencing themselves than making new stuff? Mm. Mm-hmm. That It definitely hit that point, huh. for sure. I don't feel like it did for me. I feel like what happened was they started to do fewer and fewer updates, and they started to promise special updates that then didn't happen, and that's how it kind of fell apart for me. I think when they started trying to shoehorn that puppet into so many things, I was just like, yeah, but this isn't it. <laughs> I guess Guys. so. That ain't it, Chief. You said the yeah. Homestar Runner. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, I did not like to see them do stuff with musicians. I don't care about your musician friends. Sorry, mm, guys. I yeah, do like that they're friends with They Might Be Giants, though. No, It's funny, though, you. because I really like them, and I really like They Might Be Giants, but I do not care for the things that they do together. You didn't like the song and video for 
for uh, experimental film. I thought that was fun. Uh, it was fun in a novel kind of way, but not in an actually good song or video kind of way. <laughs> I do like that song, but I'm a sucker still, for those, that genre. I still yeah. can't see the words written down laser beams without thinking of tropical laser beams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <sighs> Uh, but anyway, we're supposed to be discussing The Simpsons. Oh, yes. Because we got a topic we actually like. I cannot believe that The Simpsons is still on the fucking air. I think yeah, it just I'm got genuinely. renewed for, like, more seasons, didn't it? Well, I'm sure, yeah. They're what not going to the stop fuck? making it until everyone involved is like, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, it just got renewed for seasons 31 and 32 last month. That's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I got upset recently. I probably haven't watched it in close to 10 years now. New episodes. I mean, I've watched some of the old ones, but uh, I was on Frankie Yak and I was trying to look for something where I thought Marge was running for office and I couldn't remember what it was about. And it kept bringing up stuff about her running for mayor, which is after I stopped watching. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, like, Listen, they just lady. keep rehashing. So I wanted to see how the this wiki, which, you know, wikis are compendiums of fact, would deal with the fact that The Simpsons has a sliding time scale. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, and it really doesn't. But first I want to share <laughs> one, I, I opened up for this purpose Homer Simpson's wiki page. Um, Homer is the only character to speak in every episode of the show, uh, which is an interesting fact, but it gives his birth date, which is taken from a <laughs> screenshot of his uh, driver's license, as May 12th, 1956. Holy hell. <laughs> uh, which, set, which, according to, uh, this happened in the episode Duffless, uh, which was season four, episode 16. Um, and it, it says that his, uh, age is 34 or 63 without the sliding, without the floating timeline. Didn't, wasn't there a thing where he was 38 years old? Like, wasn't that a thing for a while? I feel like I had that in my mind. I think you're thinking of 36. I think you're thinking of Peter Griffin from, uh, television's Family Guy. Never. I never watched (laughs) that. Even when it started and people were like, no, actually, it's really funny. Uh, fucking absolutely not. That show is garbage from the start. I remember friends trying to get me to watch it and being like, here's the best episode, and they put it on, and (laughs) ten minutes into it, I had to leave their house. (laughs) I was like, I hate this so much, I need to be away from you for a little while, because I know you like it. The first time it got cancelled, I was upset because I was 13, and I liked it. (laughs) And then it came back and did season three, and I was like, great. Then it got cancelled again, and I was like, no, my favorite show, Family Guy, is cancelled again. Then it came back and I watched the first episode of season four and was like oh this is bad and then whenever I tried to watch earlier episodes in the show I was like oh that one was so bad that it made all the earlier ones bad too what happened <laughs> nope they were always yeah bad. you, you just, just opened your smarter. eyes <laughs> yeah Uh, They were always bad. Remember that time when they killed Brian the dog and he died and he was dead for like six episodes? (laughs) No, because I never watched that show. One minute ago, and Louise and I both said we never watched that show. (laughs) Uh, Very good. Um, Um, I love the fact that on Homer Simpson's page, there's a list of enemies and it's like 130 people. Sounds about right. Wally? They had a crossover with no, Wally? No, don't tell me this stuff. I don't want to find out the, these things about the Simpsons. Oh, his oh. his name in Port in uh, Brazil is uh, Waldir Santana, or is that his voice actor? That's his voice actor. Oh no, his voice actor died. Yeah, that'd died. be crazy. <laughs> that was a, a very story short fiction. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> that was so exciting! His Portuguese voiceover artist for the Brazilian localization passed away in 2018. Oh, it was excitement! Great name. Can, and then the conflict of the plot was that oh, is it his real name or is it his character name? And then uh, Denouement, he died. <laughs> yeah, that was the twist. He was dead all along. Yep. <sighs> um. So we got some randos. I got mine ready to go. Okay, let me grab one. Oh, you guys go first. Yeah. Okay. So I got mugshot couch gag. The mugshot okay. couch gag is the first couch gag of season seven. And there is oh a Oh my plot god, do all this. the couch gags have their own wiki pages? I'm sure they do. Oh so, my god. plot. The theme from Dragnet plays as the couch slides away and a police lineup chart, height chart, unfurls from above. The family lines up in front of it. Character appearances, and that just lists the Simpson family names. Hey, so this probably isn't the time to bring this up, but is there anywhere <laughs> to watch the Simpsons, the good ones anymore, other yeah. than, like, going to the fucking FX page or whatever? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the way. Do you have a cable? <laughs> yeah, but there's not, like, a streaming app yeah, there that is. I can use on my, like, PlayStation or whatever. Uh, I don't think FX now is on PS4, but um, yeah, uh, that's the one I want to do it on. I I, I know <laughs> that you can just put it on Netflix, you asshole. You can Chromecast it. it to your TV or watch it on Amazon Fire or Roku or something. Oh, you mean all of the garbage ones that I don't have, of course, because they're garbage. Well, clearly you your PlayStation is the garbage one because it doesn't have the FX now app. <laughs> you actually, can steal it from the dark web. Yeah, you could steal it from the dark web. I actually I have a big. Hey, a there's an ad on this page that says watch The Simpsons. Watch now, available on Hulu. So, fuck you, oh. I guess. No, no, they only had, like, the yeah, most recent, recent four episodes. Oh, fuck. Yes. Uh, That's it, worse um, than nothing. I I had the FX um, app on my, like, iPad or something a few years ago, and I was trying to watch episodes on my iPad, and it would just crash every 11 minutes or so. Matt, do you have just, Xbox One? It's on there. I do, but that's not on my primary television. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. It's Why don't you buy some DVDs? Yeah, like you that. should. I would recommend I, getting the DVDs anyway because. What am I, Lorenzo de Medici? <laughs> <laughs> also a good sources joke that I yes. use fucking all the time. <laughs> yes. It bothers me so much. I watched the streaming one. To make it widescreen and HD, they chopped off the top and bottom of every frame. Ah! Oh, no. there, there's that's a bunch awful. of visual gags that are just removed from the show in the version that's on the oh, FX I hate app. That. Yep. So let me watch it and like put bar- bars on the side. Like, come on, get over it. TV used to not be widescreen. It's fine. The pr- the problem also is that whenever I watch shows, I always like to start them from the beginning if I'm going to. And let's be honest, the <laughs> yeah. first season of The Simpsons is trash. <laughs> yes, I it's wa- before people knew that they could want anything better. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I watched that very first episode, and it is uh, not unpleasant. But boy, I don't know why that show caught on. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the novelty, I guess. Here's how old I am is that I remember when that first episode aired, Mm -hmm. sitting down to watch it and being like, I don't know what I don't know if this show is any good. Yeah. It's uh it was a cartoon. We were both kids. Yes. You were a lot younger, but like it was a cartoon, but it was it wasn't for kids. And oh my god, do kids love that more than anything? (laughs) A cartoon, but it's like too sophisticated for you. You love that. Oh man, I at some point in my adulthood I've rewatched a lot of them and like the number of jokes I didn't get. <laughs> yes. It's insane. 
same. Do you guys? Did you guys have any friends who weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jen I had... wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons as a kid. And, like <laughs> it's crazy to me. I when I talk to her, I'm like, uh, yeah, quoting lines from The Simpsons, and she doesn't get it, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I can't. I don't know how to get this across to you without this l- common language. We used to watch it as a family because it was a cartoon that was actually uh, intelligent enough to be enjoyable for an adult. Yeah, and that's yes. got to be a fucking godsend to a parent. Yeah. Yes. I am uh, very impressed that Jen turned out normal because the one person <laughs> I knew who wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons um, dropped out of high school, got his girlfriend pregnant, and then had to join the army to pay for it. Uh-oh. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> he, turn so out, is- he wasn't saved by not watching <laughs> The Simpsons at all. I was going to say, yeah, is this all due to not being able to watch The Simpsons? <laughs> I Listen, I, I know that correlation does not equal causation, but I can't think of any other explanation. <laughs> Yeah, this is a great song. <laughs> I love this one. Yep. <sighs> so anyway, um, it's annoying though. I just want them to all. Every streaming thing should just be available on all of the streaming services. Yeah, but they're doing the opposite of that. They're trying to break it up more and more to try to I get know. you to buy their own. Specific Although, uh, I see this is the problem though because I do feel that way. But then I see like Disney is going to start their own streaming service that's going to have every Disney product, and I'm like, oh shit! I definitely want I, that. I kind of want that. I mean, well. One, I have to get it because yes. it's going to have Wars. a Star Wars TV show on it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pissed that uh, when HBO did that, their streaming service, they made it a point to announce that you were going to be able to have access to everything they had ever made. And mm-hmm. guess what? They don't. No it's not brain on there. games. Yeah. Fucking, where's my brain games? God damn it. I gave you, I made you a DVD of those. Yes. Thank you. And I gift. appreciate it and I cherish it. But it is not <laughs> available on the HBO website because they are live. Yes, that's true. Uh, I... So my random page is Mm-mm. Ugolin, uh, the one of the French people who uh, oh. are the uh, foster, or no, not foster, uh, exchange, exchange student. student family for um, Bart when he goes to France for a semester. And that, sh- that episode, more than a mm-hmm. lot of them, really confused me as to how exchange student <laughs> programs work, because they don't work like that. Yeah. Also, again, <laughs> me anxiety. Not too much because I, I felt secure in my own family but the idea that you could go and be like tortured by people in another country and like no one would help you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean again we're, we're teetering on the edge of serious and depressing things in real life. <laughs> Here's fun. Here's a fun fact. Ugo Lim was normally voiced by Dan Castellaneta but for the video game The Simpsons game he's voiced by castmate Harry Shearer instead. <laughs> Why? Was Dan Castellaneta not available for the Simpsons game? Come on. He was too busy doing the voice of the genie in the <laughs> Aladdin uh, TV series. Yeah. God. I, there's a, a thing here, non-canon appearances, and the image for it is Marge making out with a lady and Homer yes. looking at it, I'm assuming, in a dream sequence of Homer's. Well, I think the idea is that that might be the image for all non non-canon. Yeah, it is. I'm, because it's a non-canon thing. Wikis generally go. Right. That's so fun. I guess they're saying that, is that, is that saying that this is a fan-made thing, or just that it's something that was a fantasy on The Simpsons? Uh, it is from season 20, episode 11, How the Test Was Won, uh, and it seems to be something that Homer imagines happening. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that really bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um. So anyway, Ugolin. Is that even a French name? Uh, how do you spell it? You guys didn't link me to this. So U-G-O-L-I-N, exactly like it sounds. <laughs> yep. Also, you like didn't it... link us to yours, so... Well, do you want me to? No. No, I already <laughs> brought it up by searching. I feel like if it was spelled H-U-G-O-L-I-N, that would be a real name. Yeah, maybe. That would be Ugolin, you would pronounce, you would pronounce the... This, yeah, the this R, seems... Sort of, ah. This seems like he's, like, vaguely Eastern European. It's he's yeah. supposed to be. Is this a racist? <laughs> Is the man racist? I don't know. I don't remember this episode. No, no, no. Is the thing that the Simpsons did a racist thing? Oh, yes, so. for They're sure. They're white. Everybody's white. No, most of the things the Simpsons uh, did back then were very racist. Oh, yeah, that, yes, I agree with that. Separately from that, this one about France, everyone's white. It's true, but I think that there's a certain amount of, like, uh, semi-racist looking down upon Eastern European people that doesn't make me super comfortable. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you there, because a lot of things about, um, like, making jokes about white trash, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But also, that's looking down on people in a way that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah, and that also is huge in The Simpsons. Yeah, both both of these designs, Ugolin and Caesar, seem, uh, they look like they're supposed to be racist caricatures of people from, like, Soviet bloc nation. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) So, that's, yeah, now that you've said this, Jeff, a a lot of the humor in The Simpsons is very punching down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it is, uh, you know, like, not even ambiguous to say that uh, targeting jokes at, like, Eastern European people is racist. I think the only way, the only reason I would hesitate to say yes on this one is because uh, they're French. Well, are they? Who can say? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> they who can live say in what? for sure. Put that song at the end um, of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what song? I don't know. Oh, I have to do a random page, right? Yes. Yeah, goddammit. I thought I clicked on one. Uh, I got an empty gallery. Can I, should I Great. pick a different one? Yes. Yes. Okay, let's see. <laughs> random page. Talking Softball. Oh, that song. Yeah. Oh, right. I like, was there a Talking talkin Softball? Talking from Maine to San Diego. Yes. It's a parody. I don't want to sing it because I do know all the words still. I also know all the words. <laughs> and the worst song. part of knowing all the words is there's a bunch of baseball players who I I've fucking never seen play or yes. do anything besides be in The Simpsons, and I know their <laughs> names forever. Yeah, Mike Sosha. <laughs> yes. I literally know nothing about him at all, except that he dies or has to go to the hospital inexplicably in the middle of that episode. Uh, Yeah, it's a parody. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile. He got radiation poisoning because he worked so hard at the power plant. plant, He really wanted to be a new... God, that's a good episode. It is so good! That is one of their best, for sure. Yes. Uh, It is... It doesn't... Weirdly, the... um, Oh no, here we go. I was gonna say, it doesn't look like it has the episode listed it does. The parody of a song by Terry Cashman called Talkin' yes. Baseball. Speaking, speaking of not knowing things as a child, it, it was many years before I found out that was a parody of a yep. real song. Yeah. Uh, the original artist performs the parody version at the end of the episode, <laughs> Homer at the Bat. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's wonderful. The parody lyrics were written by Jeff Martin, and it is the 43rd track on the album Go Simsonic with the Simpsons. <laughs> Which I assume is an album that has songs from The Simpsons and songs from Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Speaking of that uh, phenomenon, I don't like the episode, but the one where Homer challenges everyone he meets to a duel, and there is a parody version of Love Shack being played that is called Glove Slap, <laughs> that, yes. that is being performed by the B-52s, which is yes. wonderful. Yep. That is very good. I like that one where Weird Al comes on as himself and sings a parody of Jack and <laughs> Diane about uh, Homer and March. Yeah, that is very good. <laughs> uh, th- I feel like, I don't know if it was all the same season, but I feel like there was one year where there were so many good songs on The Simpsons where they had this one and also the one the Camp Krusty uh, Yes, I still song. know all the words to that song. to be Camp Krusty <laughs> by the shores, shores of, of Big, Big Snake, Snake Lake. Lake. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Martin who wrote the lyrics to Talkin' Softball, I clicked on his page. He mm. is responsible for a lot of really good Simpsons. Um, yeah. He wrote for the Harvard Lampoon at Harvard, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left the original with the original staff in 93. He wrote uh, Treehouse of Horror 2, A Streetcar Named Marge, Lisa the Beauty Queen, mm. Lisa's First Word, uh, a bunch of stuff. Yep. Pretty good. Homer's Barbershop Quartet also had great music in it. Yep. Baby on Board. Yep. Like, Baby on Board is a legitimately extremely good Barbershop <laughs> Quartet song as well as being a funny <laughs> joke. How did you do that? <laughs> That shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I mean, I have not seen an actual barbershop quartet perform maybe ever, but they must do that song, right? <laughs> I've only seen ones in Disney World, and they oh, do yeah. mostly Disney songs, so. That's fair, but I feel like if you were in a barbershop quartet, you'd be so hungry for <laughs> songs that people have <laughs> oh, a million times. I bet there's a B-sharps uh, roaming band in uh, the Universal yes. Simpsons Park. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> oh, man. I just realized Disney owns the Simpsons now. Do, are they going to have to make their own Simpsons park at Disney World? Oh, no. I feel that like was... the whole thing about the licensing is, like, so separate from the movie stuff. Like, that's the reason that um, Marvel stuff is still allowed to be at Universal. Do you know what I mean? Only for now, though. Yeah. Yes. They are transitioning. It is temporary, yes. yes. But I think they've already like reskinned the Hulk coaster as something else, which sucks because that coaster's fun. Mm-hmm. They've <laughs> renamed it to just be uh, after the candy bar crunch. Yep. <laughs> no, I was going to say that it's green. You gotta have it be the Jolly Green Giant. You make it, it, has, the, uh, it has one of the... A, sorry. Uh, green Giant! Say, yeah, no! <laughs> It has one of the best gimmicks for a theme park ride, which is the pre-recorded announcement uh, pretends that something is going wrong with the ride, and then the ride starts. Yes, that's, that's, that's our favorite. thing about any ride. Yeah, yeah, we love that so much. Like, when- I was just, I was just going to say that once Disney owns literally every superhero property, somebody's going to have to make a comic book where all of the food mascots team up to fight supervillains, and the Jolly Green Giant will definitely be in there. Was he in that yeah, movie Food in. Fight? Probably. I don't know for sure. That can't be real. Uh, Hey, here's a fun fact. Did you know that for rides where the pre-recording references a real guide with you, they usually have names like Sam or Alex, so it doesn't matter what gender your uh, guide is. Mm. Pretty good. That's That's not their real name. Yeah. Yeah. And they use they, them pronouns. (laughs) Well, not yet. Just so that you can never uh, tell. Uh, Actually, I guess they probably would, right? If you were writing that pre-recording. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they, they get that specific they're just like and now your driver sam will take you on the dinosaur adventure <laughs> and he no, and remember no, to listen no. to all the rules he or she gives you they would <laughs> say that <laughs> like i'm they not would that just, familiar with yeah. sam i'm sorry <laughs> 
Listen, Sam is new. Uh, it's it's a very um it's a very fun thing. Uh, are there coasters at the Simpsons section of the park? There's one. It's one of those ones that's like projected a film projected on the wall, and then you bounce around in a cart. <laughs> it's it's the rock and roller coaster, but they reskinned it. Homer's like, we have to get to the Aerosmith concert on time. <laughs> I mean, that would take yes. a lot of boxes of The Simpsons, like, <laughs> yes. like celebrity ex- guest star, unexplainable celebrity guest star that <laughs> makes no sense and has never been mentioned previously. <sighs> Love it. Remember when Green Day died in The Simpsons movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you remember that the most likable thing the Red Hot Chili Peppers have ever done is that little bit in, when they yes. perform at Flaming Moe's? Well, what, could you replace what I have? You've got to get it, put it in you with what I'd like is I'd like to hug and kiss you. Oh yeah, that's great. Everyone could like that. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Um, I love how in their their golden age, the Simpsons could really write lines that would make people with no voice acting talent sound hilarious. Yes, and I really genuinely did not like the Red Hot Chili Peppers until I saw that episode and was like, <laughs> oh, these guys have a sense of humor about themselves, alright. Yep. Uh, so there is a Simpsons episode called Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And yes. then in season Danny 21, DeVito. there is another one called Oh Brother, Where Bart Thou? Yeah, As if they forgot they've already used that joke. <laughs> if they cut, if they refused to keep using the same jokes from titles, they would have run out of jokes. Every time, every episode would yep. now just be a number. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. How many... Okay, I'm sure that this number exists some somewhere. How many hours of footage of The Simpsons do you think there is? How long is The Simpsons? Okay, so if there's 20... Let's say 20 minutes an episode... 12,144 times, minutes. Fuck. How many days is that? That's 202 hours. And 24 minutes. Eight and a half that's, days. Yes. Huh, that seems like not enough. Uh, I Actually, this was as of about five years ago when they did the FX marathon of every episode, so it's longer now. Yes. Oh, oh there's oh a- God. I just discovered a website called Binge Clock that will tell you exactly how long. 13 days, 19 hours, and 30 minutes. Oh, man. Not worth oh, it. Oh, man, this is my new homepage. <laughs> it is the 272nd longest bin- binge watch. What? Oh, I guess well, there's probably a lot of soap yeah, operas, sh- right? Well, there's also shows that are an hour long, so that immediately oh, doubles their productivity. Now I need to know what the longest been guiding a light one. 591 <laughs> days and one hour to watch oh the shit Christ. more than a year holy, holy shit <laughs> God. Yeah, because it was on continuously five days a week from the 50s, and it was a radio show before that. <laughs> Holy hell. I don't even know what the premise of that one is. Uh, it started out as being about a family who t- took care of a lighthouse and the guiding light, and then okay, it was just yeah. the, it just grew into being about all the families in that town. Mm. Alright, what's the second longest? Are they all soap operas? CBS, the CBS Late Movie? I don't know what that is, and I don't think it oh, that's cheating. Yeah, that doesn't Let me count. see the first one that isn't uh, news or a soap opera. As the world turns, days of our lives, General Hospital, all my children. <laughs> the Price is Right, 406 days and 6 hours. <laughs> does that count? I want something with a narrative. No, it does not count. No soap operas, but something with a narrative. Uh, Sesame Street, 184 days and 21 hours. No. Uh, this, uh, this website is creeping me out a little bit, <laughs> because it clearly is using my 
like search history to put together a list of recommendations for me. <laughs> WWE just... Raw, 161 days and 12 hours. <laughs> I just clicked on watch list and it says, you don't have anything in your watch list, but maybe we suggest. And then it says, uh, Death Note, Walt Disney movies, Smallville, Scooby-Doo, Community. Like, oh, you know me too well. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, the longest one that is like not a like, game show or sports or a soap opera is an anime called called Sazai-san, 152 days and 18 hours, because it's just, it's like a no. children's anime that's been on since the 60s. No. Wait, what about, there's nope. one called Tokyo Ghoul. No. That is 474 hours. I reject uh, all of this. Hours, not days, though. Oh, yes, that's why. Yep. No, no, 474 days. Tokyo Ghoul, 474 days, 5 hours. No. What? <laughs> that's, I, I mean, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing here. Hey, let's end the show. How is that, how yes. is that possible to Tokyo Ghoul is from, It says, how long does it take to watch every episode of Tokyo Ghoul? Five hours. Well, listen, I like the idea I, that Tokyo Ghoul is just a remake of, like, The Adams Family. <laughs> That'd yeah, be pretty good, huh? It, it's just a mashup of The Adams Family and, uh... The monsters. What, no, stop it, Jeff. <laughs> the kaijus, is that what we're talking about? No, I was going to say it's just a mashup of, um... What is that? What is that Netflix series, Something House? Murder House. Oh, I, Terrace uh, House. I can't help Terrace you. House. Terrace House. Thank you. There it is. Okay. We figured out the way to be specifically vaguely racist, like the Simpsons. Wait, is that racist? I don't don't think it's racist, but what do I I know? I don't either. I'm just leery about being like, ah, it's the Japanese things, right? I'm just saying that if Gomez Adams was on Terrace House, just a guy (laughs) who dressed and acted like Gomez Adams on a reality TV show, any show, it would be the greatest thing of all time. Terrace yeah, House at the end of the lane. Is that anything? No. The no. um, uh, horror version of Terrace House. <laughs> then you call it Murder House. Like I said, you have to be punchy nowadays. No, that's Big the name Foot of the brother? first season of American Horror Story. Guys, is Bigfoot Brother anything? Yes, <laughs> they're all good. cryptids. I do like that. And they're they're in a rivalry with the kaiju house across the lake. Mm, I do like that. Oh, guys, Captain I really want to write this show for real. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Where does Captain uh, Chesselvania go? Trying to make Survivor fit. He's the host. (laughs) Oh, yes, of course he is! God damn it! All I've got is Survivor, and it's a Survivor where people eat each other. (laughs) That's also extremely good. Uh, all right. Well, oh, thanks fuck. everyone for listening to this show. Um, if you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please tell your friends about it. That's the best way we can grow. Uh, we really appreciate all of our fans. You guys are great, and you keep listening. And I don't know why, but it's great. We need yes. to make these episodes um, shorter. Yes, for sure. So, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us. We're seeingreddit at gmail You can find us on Twitter at hackthenetpod. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon cloud. I'm also on Mastodon on mastodon.cloud slash at jk. I'm also on Instagram and Snapchat Jeff JK. You can go to patreon.com You can't get a physical reward anymore but you can get a new digital reward $5 a month will get you a random game from my Steam uh, code collection $1 a month will get you all the things that I write and record I do two audios and one written thing each month. Uh, You can join our Discord by DMing one of us It is totally okay. I did have someone dm like hey is this weird no it's not weird we're telling you to do it 
Uh, I did have someone who randomly tweeted at me and Creepypodsta uh, a suggestion for a story and then something very insulting. Uh, So if you're considering doing that, don't do that. Um, It was like two tweets in a row. One was like, hey, you guys should cover this story. And the next was like, uh, why does Baldo always call things racist? Like, Are you sure they were talking about you and not Balder from Baldur's Gate? (laughs) He is bald. Keep that in mind. I must have misheard them typing the word Baldo. <laughs> you were listening to all your <laughs> tweets, uh, text to voice. I had a car. screen reader on, and the screen reader's <laughs> robot voice mispronounced Baldo. <laughs> Uh, also, what a weirdly confident stance to come out and be like, people yeah. who say things are racist are probably wrong. <laughs> it kind of tells you everything you need to know about somebody, doesn't it? Yeah. When they tell you that? Yep. Yeah, I, I don't deal with any. I just, like, blocked the person uh, <laughs> yeah. on both accounts. Of course. Uh, and they probably think that means they won, but I've learned to stop caring about that sort of thing. But I did yeah, also agreed. bring it up on my podcast. But I brought it up as an example of ways not to interact with me, because there's a chance yeah. that that person was just trying to be jokey and familiar don't do that you're not our friends you're uh we like you and we'll be friendly with you but you have to be like close to someone to make mean jokes about them yeah agreed uh i, I haven't dealt with a whole lot of that but yeah you gotta like get to know somebody and then you make jokes where you're both being mean to each other yeah you yes. don't start and out that way that's no good if you jump straight to being mean to us and then we are extremely mean to you like the, that's on you dude <laughs> I'm just saying, like, some people have said some jokey, mean things to me, and then I've been mean to them, and then I felt bad about it, but I'm gonna stop doing that, because fuck you. To be clear, you're gonna stop feeling bad about it. You're not gonna stop doing it. Okay, good. No, 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 no. (laughs) Of course (laughs) not. Uh, anyway, forget about all this talk about being mean and don't be intimidated because you can find me on a Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz and you can talk to me and be my friend. Yep, and I'm probably the least intimidating of the three of us, given that I am not particularly talented at anything. So if you're intimidated by these other two people, then I'm the one to go to. I promise that I will not be mean to you unless you're mean first. Yep, that's all our promises, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we we appreciate you being here, and please come back next time. But in the meantime, don't forget about us, your net nannies! I'm hacking into the web. <laughs> Is this Bane hacking into the web? <laughs> Is this Bane on the toilet? <laughs> it would be very painful for you. 